Hello. Welcome. To X of the Zennial. How you doing? You know, it's awesome. We're, uh, we're doing so well. We're doing so well. And you know what? Today was an amazing day here in Albuquerque because it drizzled rain. Yeah. All day. It did. It, it was, was cloudy. So amazing. So this morning, though, I got up. Mm-hmm. I was all, it's so bright and sunshiny for 7 a.m. Yeah. I went and watered everything. Okay. Tuesday watering day. All right. So I soaked the backyard. I have little little babies popping up. Yeah. I'm so excited. <laughs> uh, so. Okay, Pee Wee Herman, I'm calm so the fuck everybody. down. Stop. <laughs> I've been doing the art. I know you are. It's weird. <laughs> and uh, then I went and did the front yard. Yeah. So I got everybody nice and watered and took the puppy on a walk got home and then I was like huh that's so strange it kind of looks like it's a little overcast over there it'll probably breeze right 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 past us yeah like it always does exactly and then we got drizzle rain all, all day. day and it was nice and cool yep and it seems so clean yes all that dust settling to the earth well and especially yesterday was super windy <gasps> it was kind of gross well but like we get that spring wind that's just like constant and it's dust everywhere and it's allergies are bad like so yes this was nice to just kind of clean the air and you know clean the dirt away and stuff filter it all out well yeah because sneezing in your mask is disgusting truth i've done that's... it quite a few times <laughs> in allergy season right now and i'm like oh i need a new mask oh, that's fucking gross this is on my face yeah this is my boogers ew it's real gross. <laughs> Thank you for that, Kat. Yeah. That was a that was a lovely situation. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> You're the best. Um, I got no shame, lady. I got literally no shame. none, which I love. That's a, it's a good thing to be shame free. So today I was at the chiropractor. Speaking of no shame, right? yeah. So they're like, "What's going on?" So I was there for a long time. Great, amazing physical therapy, cupping, and also like. All the chiropractic work on my neck, yeah. my sternum, my body. Crack your bones. So, exactly. So, I was talking to the chiropractor, and he's like, okay, so how did this start? So, I'm like, well, we're moving a compost. There's a step. And then I just felt like I shit my pants. Oh. And he was like, yeah, that's one way to describe it. And I was like, yeah, because who hasn't shit their pants? And he stopped, and he looked at me, and he's like, you're right. Who hasn't shit their pants? <laughs> Just like, you know, that's, that's he's, real. He's like, this is actually the perfect way to, 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 to describe, like, your back going out. Did oh. you actually shit your pants? No, not okay. when it happened. You had not shat. Well, yeah, <laughs> as have I. We have all we done all it. I mean, as adults, right? Like, as children, that happens. But, right. yeah, where you're just like, oh, yeah, I'm not going to make it. That's. Well, mine was pretty sneaky, actually, how I shit my pants. I told you, no shame in this game today. Um, so I was on one of those, like, those mixes. So remember when people were all multi-level marketing and selling, like, this juice will make you lose weight, or this milk, this shake, say, shakeology, or one of those anyways. So okay. friends, you know, people are selling jewelry and all the things. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was the time. It was the place. I happening. think those things still happen, but yes. I think they just happen on Instagram, but like not right. in person, right? Where your friend like hard sells you something that you really And like don't it want. makes you have a party or whatever. Yeah, and you're like, I was drunk on five shots of vodka and somehow I ended up with all this shitty jewelry. There's like so many and dildos. These anyway. <laughs> what? Dildos? Anyways. So uh, my friend 
hits me up. I buy these damn shakes. And so for the first like two, three days of these shakes, like yeah. I literally could not shit. I was like so like super constipated. I was so constipated. Oh my god! And this is like never a problem for me. Like I'm between. This is true. You are very regular. I know. Even when I go camping, I'm I like, know. Coffee, potty, done. <laughs> my day is ready. I'm ready. I I can begin. I have begun. <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah, super constipated for a few days, and I was like, this is so weird. Yeah, and this is bad. Let me, like, up my water intake, so, right? All sure. the water, all the water, all the water. So I go poop, finally, and it was, like, awful. And that's because that's, like, a lot of days worth. Yeah. But, so anyway, so then the following day, I'm out walking. Yeah. Because I remember this very clearly as the day that this adult shit her pants. <laughs> so I'm out walking, and I was like, oh, I think I got a fart. Right? Whatever. Sure. I'm walking. I'm, I'm walking. in nature. It's totally fine. No one's around. Right. I'm just going to fart. So I go, and then I was like, oh, that's weird. That's a hard fart. So you go, ah! Oh, <laughs> it was not a fart. Oh, it was a shard. Full was, on it shard. It was full on. Well, then I couldn't stop. Oh, no. Once, once it was done, it was it happening. It started. It just kept going. Oh, and how far were you from the house? Like half a mile. Oh, girl. I know. No. I don't walk home with poopy pants. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have, in fact, chucked... Chonies, like, oh, anyway. Yeah. yeah, no, I got home, got naked in the garage, and all that went in the garbage. Sure. I was like, I don't even know what to do. If the hose wasn't in the front yard of the house, I would have been hosing my body off <laughs> before I walked in my house. Oh, my gosh. But I figured, you know, they already saw me all miss pooping pants. Wow. So you had a little bit of shame in the game back in the day. Today, yeah, that's not the case. Yeah, if that happened today, I'd be like, whatever. I don't care. <laughs> I'm just going to, like, drop chonies right here and leave them. I'm going to hose it up. No, now I have a hose in the back. Oh, okay. Just in case. Oh, there you go. Oh, and for my plants. Okay. Well, that too. <laughs> Welcome back to the Zennial today. <laughs> Were we talking about pants shedding? It's fine. Not in a sexy way. Not in a sexy way. All right, so that happened. The chiropractor was very impressed with the way that you described yes. your back going out. Yes. A uh, little sciatica or just like compression? Just total compression. So okay. my, one of my legs was half an inch shorter than the other. Like literally half an inch yeah. shorter than the other. So I was having a lot of like pelvic tilt. Yeah. A lot of pressure, a lot. So basically they grabbed my head, grabbed my legs and pulled me in half again. Like, um, like they did the last time, which yeah. is so scary. Like, so scary. He knows to just, like, let me lay there because I break out in, like, a full-on body sweat. Oh, my gosh. Well, I don't do contact things. Like, I don't play contact sports. I'm not desensitized to being, like, touched like that. Right. It's just so, to me, is so rough. My, like, autonomic nervous system just, like, goes. Freaks like, out. Freaks out. Cause yeah. Because like, whoa, we don't get touched this way. We're being <laughs> abused. <laughs> so... Yeah, so did that, and then did a few adjustments, took the Warhammer to my back. Okay. It was great. The Warhammer? Yeah, he literally has, like, this, like, staff, like, this, like, this, I don't even know how to describe it. It's like a little mini, you know, when you go to a baseball game. Yeah. And they give you the little mini bat. Okay. So it's like that. So he puts that on your muscle, on your bone, whatever, and then he has a hammer. Okay. Tung, 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 tung. You can watch him on YouTube. It's amazing. I, I'm going to pass, but thank you. Yeah. That's uh, that's a lot to happen to your body. It was a lot, and then the cupping, I'm all bruised yeah. up. Yeah, I love the cupping though. That that's awesome. 
It brings a lot of blood to the area. Mm-hmm. Helps helps circulation, sh- all the things. I get it. I know cool. why we got in the PT part. I just kind of feel like my muscles were beat with like a meat tenderizer. So yeah. I just feel kind of sore. Okay. But like so much better than the pain that Good. I was experiencing. Well, and you said like you can get up and sit down without like a twinge of pain or like yeah. feeling uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. Because Thursday I sneeze coughed. And literally... <laughs> did you just say sneeze cough? I did. Okay. It was like a cough and a sneeze all at the same time. Oh. It was like an intense one. Well, then I like crumpled to the floor because I also had a sensation of my legs. Oh. It's bad. My back is bad this time around. I was having like arm numbness. Yeah. And then when I sneeze coughed and then threw my back out again um, by sneeze coughing... And ended up on the floor for 45 minutes without being able to move my legs. Was anybody home? No! I was by myself. <laughs> well, the little dogs were there. Yeah. So, even the dogs were freaked out. They were like, whoa! Like, came over and were, like, nudging me and, like, licking and, like, rolling over on their back all submissive. Like, something's wrong with her. Oh, my her. gosh. And I was like, you guys are so sweet. I love you guys. I bet mommy's going to be fine. Mommy's going to be fine. She just can't move her legs right now. So, literally, like, I had to drag my body across the floor wow it was awful sounds awful that's when you know your back is like in a shit place trust me when i tell you that i have been there and i haven't had a flare-up um since covid and even that flare-up wasn't bad but there have been times where like walking is virtually impossible like standing in the shower is difficult and um yeah uh, the last big flare-up I had, I think, was in 2012, um, where I just, like, couldn't walk. But, I mean, keto has definitely helped. IF has helped. Um, I'm back to walking and hiking. You know, when I went to Durango, we were able to do... It was a 2.5-mile hike, which doesn't seem like a lot, but it was 500 feet of elevation. Oh, so God. we went all the way down and then climbed all the way back up. Which I'm super proud of myself because a few years ago I couldn't have done that. Whereas like now I walk two or three miles a day and I walk three days a week easy. Um, Yeah, no, it's amazing. But I definitely understand that like when your back is fucked up, like it's impossible to do life. Yeah, it was, I couldn't even, the next day after that one happened, I couldn't even get out of bed. Oh my gosh. I was like, I can't, I don't even know how to functionally get myself out of bed right now. Yeah. I had no leg strength still, like just such late, like leg weakness. Yeah. And like turning hurt, moving hurt, anything hurt. So I was like, how do I get out of the bed? Right. And not re-hurt my, like not hurt myself more. Right. But also get out of, just fucking get, how do I fucking get out of bed? Yeah. It was awful. And it was that, it was that way up until about yesterday. I was just like, okay, I got to sit up. I kind of got to, like, move my arms. Now i got to hold this position. Yeah. Well, good. I'm glad you're feeling better. Oh, thank you so much. That makes a huge difference. Dr. Hightower, get you going. <laughs> okay. They know what they're doing. They know their shit. Good to know. Good to know. Not sponsored by Dr. Hightower, but if no. Dr. Hightower wants to give us money, we'll take it. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> or free treatment. Whatever. I mean... Um, okay, so today we were uh, kind of brainstorming on what to talk about. And one of the things that has come up is certainly that in June, it'll be a year since I've been in this house. Which I think is, to me, I was all mind blown. I was like, no, that wasn't like a year. What? 
Yeah, it hasn't been. What? Yeah, it's been. What? 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 A year goes by really fucking fast. Absolutely. And I think, like, especially with COVID and all the things, there have been so many adjustments to getting used to you know, not going out and then going out with a mask and then not having, you know, social gatherings and whatever. And so things are starting to open up. People are getting vaccinated if they can do that. Um, Our numbers are way lower. And so life is returning to a new normal. And we've addressed all of this, you know, in, in previous podcasts. But one of the things that had come up for us was that relationship dynamics are shifting right and they have that change happens like that's certainly something we talked about in the podcast with um dom and cindy is that change happens and when you are in control of the change that is somewhat easier to a degree Mm -hmm. um the spontaneous change that happens is a little bit more anxiety producing and there's a lot more emotion that comes with that well that organic change of just this is life Right. This is like the progression of life and we all have our own pathways and we all have our own things that are going on and this is how organically our life is going to progress and these changes are going to happen and time is moving and passing. Absolutely. And so one of the, the things that we were talking about and we've talked about previously is like friendship dynamics, um, relationship partner dynamics, those do eventually change. I mean, people change over time. Right. That's just true. Um, different circumstances happen, uh, they experience their own stuff. And at a certain point, and certainly with our friendship podcast, we talk about um, how friendships change. Mm -hmm. um, But the people in your life also change, like either they're not in it anymore, or the dynamics between you are different. Absolutely. Like my big friendship change that's happening now is my best friend Aaron is moving to Seattle. And Aaron was on our podcast and he was talking about um, helping people transition from incarceration to to being free. And um, so talk a little bit about that friendship and how it has evolved over the past couple years. So our friendship is awesome. So Aaron and I actually started out dating. Yep. And so we dated for a hot minute. Excuse me, on Bumble, Tinder. Okay. So met on Tinder, dated for a hot minute, and then became friends. Yeah. He wanted these things. I wanted those things. I was like, I don't want to hold you back. You don't want to hold me back. Right. Let's be friends because we have this, like, really great dynamic, and we're so able to talk to each other, and we're so, like, open with one another. Yeah. This is a human being I want in my life. And you have such a great connection. Like, you you meet in the middle on so many things. We do. And we just have a very, like, worldview that's the same. We're both very, like, patient and kind. We're yeah. both in the helping field. We're both in, like, the transition, you know, arena where he, he works with inmates but I, and I work with students. But yeah. it's kind of the same thing. You're transitioning and preparing. So we have the same, like I said, the same worldview. We do yeah. the same type of work. And I was like, you know what? Like, this is, like, your path and this is my path, but I want our paths to be together. And that's not going to be in a romantic way. Right. But I want to be friends with you because you're, like, a good human being. Absolutely. Plus, I'm obsessed with his family. <laughs> They're kind of obsessed with you, too. I kind of love them so much. <laughs> um, his mom but I also think, like, he exposed you to a lot of different kinds of music yep. and different experiences that you wouldn't necessarily have sought out on your own. Right. And so that was also a really cool Just, thing. We did really, and, like, I took him camping. He fell in love with camping. Like, he'd been camping before, but he'd never been camping with Kat. <laughs> and now I, like, Which is it. its own experience. It really is. I'm yeah. so passionate about it. <laughs> 
he's not pumped. If you go camping with me, and then when you're done camping with me, you still don't like camping, okay, you legit are not an outdoor creature. Absolutely. And I can respect that. Yep. But I might change your life. So, but yeah, no, like Monday night metal concerts, like we did, we do a ton of fun stuff. Absolutely. And and then we became, you know, really just best friends. Yeah. And went to MMA fights, all sorts of great stuff. And so, and then in the time that we've been friends, you know, he got a girlfriend, Mm -hmm. I got a boyfriend. Yep. So like, we had to kind of figure out like our dynamic there of like, you know, what's up? With well, and how significant others right? How do those people people feel about the dynamic between the two of you? Right. And do you tell them you dated, or and is I that don't, necessary? And I don't tell people that we dated. Yeah, it's not necessary. It's not I mean, we're telling the world right now, but well, you know, whatever. <laughs> but no, because that in that moment of time when I met my partner, Aaron and I were best friends. Yeah. And so, and that's all in the past. And that was its moment in time that was the moment in time, you know, and we're past that because now our relationship and our dynamic is just as friends. Absolutely. So he told his girlfriend. Okay. And she hated me. I don't think she hated you. Well, she didn't give me a, she didn't give me a a shot in hell because she was like, oh, this is the ex-girlfriend. And it it puts a thing or whatever. I don't, I don't know. It was not a very comfortable situation. So I just gave a lot of space because you know what? I love my friend, and I want my friend to be happy, yep. and this is his girlfriend, and I'm going to give them so much space. I'm not even going to call him or text message him. He can initiate friendship with me because I want to respect her sure. and their relationship. Yep. I don't want to get in the way. Somehow I ended up getting in the way anyway. I think she put you in the way, but, but whatever. What else? And so, yeah, but that was what it was. But now my best friend is moving away. Right? So he said he wanted to move. Okay. To Seattle, mm-hmm. set a goal, put it in the universe. And then started doing things to and get then there. started doing things to get there. And like working on interview skills and applying for a job and all the things. Yeah. So now that our relationship is going to change. So I, he was over last week. Mm-hmm. And I was like, so I haven't cried because you're moving. <laughs> and he's like, are you going to cry because I'm moving? And I'm like, probably, probably. no. You don't think? <laughs> no, I don't think so because I'm so happy for him. Right. Like, this is what he wanted and this is what he's been working for. And there's, I'm sorry, like in, in in the year of COVID, maybe if there hadn't been a year of like social isolation and distancing and all yeah. that, probably yes, I would be crying. Okay. But I think in this year I've learned that I can have relationships with individuals through the FaceTime, through the Snapchat, through the text messaging. Through the video calling, any of the video calling, sure. Google Meets, and uh, like my people may be hundreds of thousands of miles away, but they're honestly just behind a screen. Yeah, and you can connect with them and make that effort to to make that happen. Absolutely, absolutely. So no, I'm not going to cry because I'm really okay. excited for him. Well, and then it's another place that you can go to visit. I know, and I go up there anyway to see my brother and his wife yep. out in the Elms. So I'm like, cool. Well, I can see. Don't you have another friend up there too? In Portland. Yeah. So my friend Jessica. Nice. She's amazing. (laughs) Um, I saw her this year. That's right. So, but yeah, so these things, they change over time. Now, a year ago, would I have thought that my best friend would be gone? Yeah. That I would be managing that, like, emotionally, like, super well? Fuck no, I wouldn't. (laughs) All of that. Well, and if we think about, like, a year ago, we were... You and I were in transition separately, just kind of dealing with, like, I was moving, you ended up buying your house a few months after that, 
um, you know, moving from the, the living situation that you were in to being on your own, um, being a homeowner, like all of those things. And then we didn't have what we had planned on in terms of like a bunch of travel yeah. and being able to get away. And so there was so much adjustment that was happening. Mm-hmm. And I think that's part of why you're like, well, it's been a year, but there was so much going on that we were managing that. Well, yeah, it was managing in the moment. It was the immediacy of what's in front of you and you just have to deal with it. Cause this time last year, May, I was like, Finishing up the school year yeah. after, like, being sent home at the end of March in two weeks of nothing. Right. I was like, what are we supposed to do? Does anybody know what we're supposed to be doing? Right. No, nobody did it. They didn't say. And then we went on spring break, and then we came back from spring break, and they're like, okay, get back to work. You're going to use Google Meets. You're going to learn all this technology and all this stuff. So yeah. And it was like, ah. And so you were just, like, day. jumping into that. Exactly. I was so immersed with all of this stuff and then planning on buying a house and like getting my parents moved to a new house. Yeah, I was just taking things as they came. Right. And so it was, yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I don't think I would be as prepared for this transition relationship change had I like not gone through an entire year. Of just like change after change after change after new thing. Yeah. So much change. Yeah. Um... Well, and I think about like, you know, change has been a recurring theme recently, but partially because of the last year. And I mean, our lives, lives in general, a human, the human experience is adapting and adjusting to change and dealing with the emotions that come with that. And in my experience and certainly in my work, like people struggle with it, even if it's positive, even if it's something they wanted you know, shifts in identity, um, new relationships, babies are being born, people are dying, like, these things continue to happen. And so, you know, kind of looking back and going, okay, well, I, I actually was able to do that, or I was actually able to grow or adapt or, um, lean into the grief or lean into this immense joy Um, while still trying to deal with, you know, the day-to-day stuff, you know, we talk about people really focus on like, when I was a kid, these things happened, bad or good. As an adult, when we have supposedly, I'm using air quotes, more control over our lives, you would think that we would be better at adapting. No. Um, I mean, yes and no. I think it's a, it's a muscle. Sure. And I think it's something that you strengthen over time or you don't. Right. Right. So it's kind of like, do you take care of it as it comes and you learn skills and yeah. you, you know, lean into it? Or do you stay on the past historical, and like continue to not lean into it, not grow from it and not change? Well, and we've talked about like when you're so attached to the past or what has happened before, that's where depression happens. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when you get too far into the future and you're worried about all the possible scenarios, especially when there's so much uncertainty and unknown, that's where anxiety happens and, you know, kind of staying in the middle and rolling with it. I mean, we've, we've talked about, um, adjusting to the new normal and, and social distancing and, you know, kind of addressing the fact that this global thing is happening and we went with it in the moment, right? Right. I think with the change in relationships, it's a little bit more challenging depending on your attachment to 
what you thought was going to happen versus what is happening, right? Right. And I think, like, certainly with um, friendships, as they evolve and change, especially because, you know, yes, we're in each other's lives all the time, but we also have our own lives and things are happening there, you know? And sometimes that changes who the person is or their perspective. You know, we talk about big things like grief or children, um, sometimes children create grief, um, but then your worldview changes. Right. Like how you deal with life is going to be based on what you're going through. Right. Yeah. I had, a, I had a big change during COVID with my ex, one of my exes passing. Yeah. And I, don't, I asked you, I don't think I mentioned it. I don't think we talked about it out loud. I don't think we've talked about it on the podcast because I just wasn't ready. Yeah. Well, it was kind of a surprise. It was a shock. So I dated a man um, after my divorce. We dated for about a year. And we were planning a family. And we wanted to have kids together. And we're really, like, excited about one another. All the things, right? Moved in. Yeah. Relationship went to hell in a handbasket. Living with another person's really hard and challenging, especially when they're narcissists. But anyways. So, <laughs> then I got out of that relationship, like, six months later. By the fucking skin of your teeth. By like the skin of my teeth. And it was a pretty traumatizing relationship there at the end. Pretty yeah. Pretty traumatizing. Not good. We'll get into it. But he, uh, he died. Yep. And I did not wish that upon him. Of course not. And so I found that out in December. His daughter called me. And uh, told me that he had died of mel- melanoma, cancer. And it yeah. Was really quick. He died, like, within four months of his diagnosis. That's crazy. And it just blew my mind. And that day I was having a family gathering. Yeah. So I walked out of the bedroom and I was like, I have to go home now. Yeah. My mom's like, like, I'm tapping out. Done. But my mom was like, but it's like our family Christmas. So we do this thing in between Christmas and th- or Thanksgiving and Christmas. Yeah. We pick a weekend, and that's, like, our Thanksgiving and Christmas together as a family. Sure. Right? Because it's too hard with wives and husbands. It's like, step-siblings and yeah, siblings just, and all the things. Yeah. And then their moms, and then, like, daughter-in-laws and son-in-law. Anyways, too many dynamics. So we just have this weekend. So yeah. So it happened to be that weekend. I was like, I just, I just have to go home. Yeah. So I went home and cried. Yeah. And was just like, wow, this is awful. Right. Like, this feels as painful as when we broke up or as like a, as a breakup would feel like this is like devastating such a final thing. it's so devastating yeah he was no, he's younger than i he was younger than i am yeah and it was so it was also very scary because it's like wow this is like a healthy person this is someone who had a lot of life left in them and and they got died of cancer that quickly like, right it's pretty so i just kind of stayed at my house for a few hours just like kind of processing just kind of thinking about it just like okay what do you do and then I was like put on you put your big girl panties on and you get to spend the day with your family because you have oxygen in your body yes so go forward and do this and then I didn't really talk about it like there were moments where I just would get kind of sad yeah cry for like about a month and then I was like okay you know this is this is change and this is life and this is how things happen. And, yep. you know, it's not like you guys were ever going to get back together and make those babies. <laughs> you know, and I was like, you know, I'm in such a different place in my life and I just hope that he was happy. Yeah. You know, it wasn't a happy place before he passed. 
And, um, yeah, I don't know. But then his funeral was in March. Mm-hmm. So I attended the funeral. But by the time I got to the funeral, I didn't cry. You had processed a lot I'd of it. I processed so much of it and kind of gone through it and was like, what a change. But, you know, the other week, it flashed in my head. Yeah. He did. And I was like, God, I feel so bad for him because he'll never have anything more. Yeah. He, he just got that moment in time and no more. And I was like, all right, I get more. I better use this really wisely. So Absolutely. I've, I've grown a lot, I think, from him, his passing and that you don't know if you have tomorrow. That's true. Like, it was a really growing, like, I've never lost a friend. I've never had someone my age pass away. Like, I still have my grandparents. Yeah. Like, almost all of them. Right. And the ones that passed, I was so little when that happened. I didn't even know them. Right. You know, so, but I literally have everyone still around me. So I've never really dealt with. That level of grief. That level of grief and loss and, and that change. And But I see it as it changed me really positively. It really had a positive impact. I mean, I could stay in this sallowed place of, oh, we should have had a baby, and then I could carry it on his legacy. Yikes. <laughs> I know, right? I knew that would make you cringe. No, but, like, I could get in a <laughs> depressed-ass place is what I Sure, saying. sure, sure. I could go back to that past. Yeah. And the woulda, coulda, shoulda's what ifs. Yeah. Or I could be like, wow, I have oxygen in my body. Yeah. I'm going to get up, I'm going to do today, I'm going to make this happen, and I'm going to make it great. Absolutely. And these are the good things. Where are you going? I'm going to turn on the light. Oh. It's getting dark, the sun is going down. Um, it's time for the mood lighting. <laughs> Shut up. But I think, like, to your point, it's it's really easy to, and we've talked about grief on the podcast before, it's really easy to get, like, bitter and sad and upset and... And then just kind of want things to end, right? And that's not where you were, but, you know, I, I was with you through the breakup. And you did a lot of grieving and processing at that time. Yeah. And then this was, like, next level because even after the breakup and there was a finality to that, right. he was still on the planet, like, doing stuff. Right. And then he wasn't. Right. And so that, like... It was a big shock because, yeah, I used to, like, see past cars, right? Yeah. Like, uh, walked in the grocery store. He walked in. Like, passing, you know, these things happen. Sure. In the same community. Right. Um, but that's something that will never happen again. Yeah. Like, ever. Mm-mm. Well, and he had a child. He had a daughter. Mm-hmm. And she's going to have to grow up and, and her life is now forever. Changed. Yeah. Absolutely. So... Yeah, that's who I feel sad for. Mm-hmm. Sad for his mom. Yeah, because you met his family. And... Right. And I feel sad for his dad. I did talk to his dad. His dad wanted to talk to me. Yeah. And so did a long conversation. And really it was just me listening to him talk about him. And I think right. his dad needed that. Needed that. Sure. I didn't need that. No. But he needed that. And that was fine. And I was willing to like be in that space. Just hold the space for him. Exactly. Yeah. So, Yeah. That's but crazy. a lot of changes, just how relationships change, how life changes, and it can happen so quickly. Because when I asked her, how, well, well, how, you know, if you don't mind me asking, like, how did he pass? I figured it was a car accident. Right. Or something, like, really, 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 like, just... Sudden. Yeah. And apparently melanoma cancers are pretty sudden. 
sudden one. So right. Well, I mean, yes and no, because you did say that like you guys would sunbathe. Yeah. And he had had a mole for a long time. Yep. And so that's when when that happened. I started to like because I wear sun protection gear anyway Mm -hmm. because of my tattoos. Like I spent a lot of money on them. Like I I don't. Uh, I don't want them to fade, whatever, whatever. Um, but I had a weird acting mole. And since that happened, I was like, oh, I should probably go get this looked at. Um, I did. I got two removed. They were both benign, which means no cancer. And I feel really grateful. But um, it is important to, to get those kinds of things checked. And I think people avoid the doctor, especially when they like have a suspicion that something is wrong. Um, and so, you know, lesson learned, like definitely get things checked, but also like time is finite. We all die period. And so we have the opportunity rather than to lament on the shoulda, coulda, woulda, Mm -hmm. take the opportunity to say, okay, well, if I know that life is going to end, then why not have a good time? Why not make the best of it? Why not take that risk or, you know, talk to that person or, you know. Celebrate that your friend is getting what they want. Yes. Exactly. And I think a lot of times, especially when, when loss happens, we get really stuck in, and in, you know, the living, unfortunately, have to deal with the grief and loss of not having that person. And so they focus on the death. Right. right. Or they focus on the lack of that relationship, you know, there and moving. You could focus on the fact that you guys aren't going to be able to go on a hike anymore. Right. Or you can focus on the fact that you went on so many and right. you can go out of your way to go and see him and do it again somewhere else. Right. And so that's I love that perspective of I still have air in my lungs. I can still live my life because I don't know what tomorrow has. Exactly. Exactly. So unexpected. Well, and that's the the purpose, I think, of of change to shake things up. You know, there's a lot of people who get stuck in like, this is just how we do it. And so we're going to keep doing it this way, which is fine, I guess. But innovation, doing things differently, changing is actually really good for us. It's good for our brain. I was going to say, it rewires your brain. Yes. Your neuroplasticity, it causes your brain neurons to grow and reconnect Mm -hmm. because they're constantly pruning themselves off. Right. And so being able to learn a new skill or build a new relationship or change the the routine, and, and to be fair, there's a lot of people with anxiety who struggle with that. Like the idea of doing it differently or changing jobs or whatever. Um, So just a a clue into what's happening on this side is um, I moved into this house, which means I moved out of the house that I own with my ex-husband. And so I gave him a year. I was like, you have a year to like figure out what you're going to do. Either you buy me out or we sell the house or we rent it, but we need to figure that out. You have a year. Um, So that was moving along. Um, And he still hadn't made a decision. I was like, look, I'm not looking for like a huge payout at any point. I'm just saying like, we need to figure out what to do with all of this. Right. Well, in the middle of all of that, um, our daughter uh, works for a significant company that's moving to New Mexico. Yeah. And so she decided to take a job. Um, She lived in Denver for a long time. The housing market out there is insane. It's almost impossible to buy a house, kind of like in California. And so she said, I'll buy the house from you guys. I love it. 
I love it too, and I'm excited because you know she graduated from high school in 2012 and hasn't lived here since. Wow. Um, and so she's moving back, so that's exciting. Um, but it's a big change. It's a big change for all of us because. Well, your guys' relationship is going to change because she's going to be physically closer, closer in proximity, and that can change things. Absolutely. I mean, we've gotten very comfortable and used to, you know, like we go on trips together and we spend time together. Um, but they're episodic situations where it's just like this little moment in time. Right. Um, and so I think that'll still be the same. I, we have, she and I have a lot of conversations about like boundaries and expectations and, and I love that. Right. Um, but also like, you know, our, our relationship dynamic is going to change. Also, uh, my ex-husband is moving and so he's not going to live in town anymore. Right. Um, I did talk to my daughter about still working out of the house. Um, she's going to live in the house that she grew up in. And so she's already talking about the changes that she wants to make. And that's going to be interesting to kind of see that shift yeah. um, in the house that we raised her in. So, you know, those changes are positive. Right. Um, but it is going to take some getting used to. Right. And I think when it first kind of landed in my lap, I was like, oh, this is a lot. Well, and it happened pretty suddenly, too. Yes. Within the last, like, month, month and a half. Beginning of April. Yeah, that's really quick. Yes. And, you know, we're moving forward. Contracts have been signed. Like, things are happening. You're 45 days till closing. I mean, yes. And so that's... My daughter does a really good job of adjusting to change, and it's something that we talk about a lot um, because it happens. Um, and I think like with clients, sometimes even when changes are positive, like you get a new job or you find out that you're pregnant or, you know, you're, it's starting a relationship or you get engaged or whatever, you get married. All of those things are positive in, in a broader sense, but there's a lot of adjustment. Um, and it creates a lot of anxiety. It creates a lot of like unknown and uncertainty. Yeah, it's a lot of, I think I'm going to shit my pants. <laughs> I think I'm going to shit my pants. I'm excited that I'm having a kid, but I think I'm going to poop my pants. Well, and I'm so I don't know what that's going to do to <laughs> our, I'm going to get you away from the pants shitting. Um, I don't know what that's going to do to my relationship dynamics. I don't know what that's going to do to my body. I don't know what that's going to do to my relationship. And, and oftentimes, especially. I don't um, know things are going to change. Things are going to change. Like, that's, that's the thing. Well, is with having a baby, with getting married, with entering into a relationship, yes, things are going to change. Yes. And you don't know what they are yet. Right. And that can be really scary. Absolutely. But just keep an open mind. Well. Or try to. Keep an open mind, but also do it in small bites. Mm -hmm. You don't have to make all of the changes immediately overnight. Yes, sometimes changes happen, like when your ex died, overnight. Yeah. And so you went from not knowing... And being fine with the breakup to all of a sudden knowing and having to integrate that into your brain right. and your reality and your perspective. Right. And that shift happens immediately. Right. You know, I've talked about the fact that my dad died when I was 16. He went to work, never came home. Right. Big shift and dynamic. Huge. And... So it, it is a lot to integrate those new neural pathways, those new expectations. It's also a big significant grief of the things that used to be that are no longer. Right. And so it does create a lot of 
anxiety, um, some depression, some shifts in identity. Like, it's very disturbing, the change. Well, yeah, that's it's because it's a rug pulled out from underneath you. Or you're blindsided with exactly. things, yeah. It's just like a, wow, what the fuck? Yes. Like, I need, I need my brain to catch up with what my ears just heard, with what my body's feeling, with yep. what is all just slamming at me right now. Yes. But then there's like gradual change. And you were talking about that with someone who you used to be really close with. Yeah, spent a lot of time with. Tons of time. And how that like relationship was just such a gradual fade Fading out. out, yeah. Well, and it like part of it was conscious and part of it wasn't conscious. Um, and I, I was thinking about that too recently because for two years it was like we saw each other every day, we talked every day, you know, we spent a lot of time together. And then I think at the beginning of 2020, I was definitely pulling away and, and feeling different about it. Um, but yeah, we went from like spending all this time together to literally spending like I think a handful of times in 2020. I think over the course of an entire year. Yes. Just a handful of times. Just a handful of times. Um, and now like not talking for months at a time. And I def- there's a lot of things I miss about that and I think about it. Um, but I also recognize that like, it was just done. Right. Like there was, there was a time when, when it was cool and, and we were spending a lot of time together and now it's also cool that we are not spending time together and, you know, and, and it does take a, an opportunity to adapt to whatever the normal is. Like I've learned and really started to feel confident in living by myself in doing things on my own. Um, I learned so much in that relationship and I'm so grateful for, um, for actually a lot of the things that didn't happen. Right. Um, because then I pushed myself to do things that I wouldn't have normally sought out to do. Right. Right. Um, and so I learned like a ton of new skills and I, I got a truck and you and I started camping and even in just, um, being comfortable and secure in myself. Right. Like all of that came from that relationship. Right. And I'm so grateful. Right. Like that person holds a significant space in not just my past, but in, in forming who I am today. Right. And I'm so just grateful. Right. Right. For that change. Right. For that time and that space in that moment and the closeness and then even how it gradually changed. Yeah. And, faded out but you still kept all the things that you learned yep. that you enjoy yes so it doesn't always loss and change doesn't always have to be such like a sad devastating s- negative thing empty, right totaled loss no well and, and you know as you were talking about your friendship with Aaron like you got so much from that I still do yeah like one of my besties right so I still do and that's why like our friendship will continue. It'll, it'll just, just look different. It'll just look different. It'll yeah. look like it's looked the last year with COVID. Right. You know, like, we don't get to hang out all the time. Absolutely. Especially, like, the first six months of COVID. I don't think we saw each other. I don't think we saw each other until his parents got vaccinated. Maybe. I don't know. But it was a long time, so it was having to, like, want to Google me. Let's text message. Right. I'm going to send you funny videos of dogs. (laughs) (laughs) 
You say the funnest things, Kat. I know. <laughs> Can I talk about poop still? No. All right. uh, on that note, actually, we are we are done. It's funny because today we kind of came in blank slate um, because there was a sudden change. We had guests and then they couldn't make it, so that was fine. Well, um, they can make it next time, guests. Absolutely. Um, but I do think like you and I are, are really good at, at spontaneously kind of taking a left turn if we need to. Yeah. And adaptable. Absolutely. Um, you know, I was thinking again about Sherry, our friend who brought us together. Um, and again, she was one that was like, we saw her often, we spent time together and then she moved and that dynamic has shifted. We absolutely still love her. She loves us you know, when we can, we do, but it's one that we just, we adapted. Right. And we often, you and I, and I think all humans, whether they like it or not, they adapt and they overcome and they integrate the new part. Right. So take the fence line down just a little bit. If you're stubborn and resistant to change, just take a, like, you know, that guy, I'm thinking about that guy from, uh, home improvement. Yeah. The neighbor. Yeah. Anderson? I can't think of his yeah. name. Wow, some Henderson? I don't know. Uh, anyway, I don't want to get all copyright infringement. <laughs> but anyways, just like bring it down so you can peep your eyes over it. Like you don't have to fully commit to that change, but maybe like just come down a little to kind of see. All right. What's the landscape what, over there? What's it look like? Let me check it out. Let me see. I mean, because the other thing is that there will be the spontaneous blindsided Knock you down on your ass change. That's coming. Understand that that's and part life, of life. That's part of life. Absolutely. You can't plan for someone passing away and you can't, you can, there's a lot of things that are just not planned. Sure. But there's also a lot of grace in being able to be patient with yourself yeah. and adjusting at your pace. Yeah. Um, but understand that it's coming. So if you can at least take the mindset of, I have the opportunity to learn from this mm-hmm. and grow, mm-hmm. then it'll be a little bit easier. But when you resist, I don't want to change. I like the way things are. It works for me. If it's not actually working for you, if you're not actually happy, if you are settling because it's too hard to change, then it will continue to suck. Yeah. No one wants a suck fest. I mean, we're going to talk about that another time. Is that for sex part four? (laughs) (laughs) A suck fest? I don't know. I don't even know what that means. Okay, we're letting it go. We're moving on. We're not talking about pants shitting and we're not talking about suck fest. The point is this. Lean into the change. Lean into the change and and lean into it. Eventually you'll embrace it and then you'll hindsight look at it. Yep. And you'll be like, wow. Look at what I did. Look at what I did. I survived that. I survived something I didn't think I'd ever be able to survive. And then I did it again. And then I did it again. And then I did it again. And look at what I'm capable of. And look Absolutely. And strong fucking person I have become. Yes. I Throw love it. Throw it at me. Throw it at me. Bring it on. Shit. <laughs> That's all I have to say. <laughs> so weird. I can't right now. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Um, for our friends in other countries... Thank you. We appreciate it. To our friends in this country, we love you and we appreciate you taking the opportunity to listen to us. Hopefully you get something out of it. Um, I've had lots of feedback 
from people who say, even if it doesn't relate to me, it's fun to listen to and people feel lighter. I love that. Um, anytime you guys have suggestions, you want to be on the podcast, you have questions for us, it's the letter X, the number two, X-E-N-N-I-A-L at gmail.com. X to the Zennial underscore podcast on Instagram and Luna dash X or underscore X2 underscore LLC on Facebook. Thank you so much. And we will talk to you soon. Talk to you soon.